What's up, everybody? We'd like to welcome you to another episode of Crown Conversations, the podcast. This is your host, AJ. This your boy, Malcolm. What's up, y'all? It's Kayla. What's up, y'all? What's hey. going on, bro? Wait, we got to shout out Jenna because she's missing. Yeah, shout out to... Oh, yeah. So, y'all, we are down one host, Jenna. She is out celebrating her mom. Happy it's, birthday, mommy. Happy birthday, Auntie Sheila. Yeah, Miss Sheila, it's her birthday, so happy birthday. But Jenna will be back next week. I hope she turning up. Her mom, turn, her mom turns up. See? I seen it all, Did but I hope see? that tonight is that same energy. <laughs> Yo, that was hilarious. I was on uh, Instagram and I said, wait, what? That looked like Escobar in the background. Wait, it is Escobar. <laughs> Intersection. <laughs> Intersection <laughs> turn. She can come party with us. Facts. Facts, though. You know. Anytime. We got the bottles on deck. So how was y'all weekend? Bro, I just worked, bro. I literally just worked. That, that, that explains my weekend. That's the summary of it. Kayla? Oh. I, I, I worked, too. I did work. No, I, I legit did work. Um, my mind slips me a little bit. But why the hesitation? <laughs> oh, uh, well. I I worked. That's it. Work out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, <laughs> uh, I worked out too. Ooh. So, uh, oh yeah. How was your weekend, bro? So my weekend, my weekend was pretty good. So. Um, I work to, I travel to New York um, on behalf of my job. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yeah, I was um, in Queens and then I went um, to downtown New York for this recruitment fair. So that was cool. Uh, I'm not really, honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of New York. Why? Me either, bro. New what? York is one of my, I'm really not. New York is one of my least favorite cities. Um, it's just a lot that goes into it. Like, for one, most up northern cities, to me, they aren't clean. Um, it's definitely dirty. Definitely dirty. And it takes forever to get everywhere. Like, literally, the place where I wanted to get to, it was like maybe six and a half miles away. Mm-hmm. I took an Uber. It literally took us 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. And then I also don't like places where it's better to, like, rely Use on public, public transportation. Public, I need my shit. I need my car. No, nah, facts though. Like when I used to live in San Francisco, I thought it was the like most weird thing, and I just didn't like it. And I'm like, there's no way I could do this for life. You know, like always, I can't be on my time. I always have to. Oh well, when is the uh, when is the BART coming or when is the subway coming? I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to be able to get. I'm like, damn, I need to run to the store. I'm gonna hop in my car and slide when I want to. Hell no. Nah. You know, like nah. But then you talking about. What if you in New York? You how you have sliders and you don't have no car? They don't Bruh. have no car. Everybody wanna damn hop on the train. A sliding situation could literally take hours. Like you be that got caught up. Yeah, just fuck it. Like, nah, I need my car. And you need a car too, so you can go when it's time to go. What you gotta say, Kayla? I was just gonna say, if you oh. think about it, listen. <laughs> if you think about it, if you slide in, in New York, right? Like before the age of Uber. Mm-hmm. You you got to be real. Like, that got to be some real shit because, like, you got to get back on the train. Mm-hmm. You got to catch this train to get on another train. Then you got to take the bus. Like, that whole age of, like, dating mm-hmm. before, like, we had Uber and, like, that kind of transportation back then, like, it just makes things a lot more real and genuine. Could you imagine 
taking 700 trains to somebody's house or to I a wouldn't restaurant. Have. I would But have. I'm saying, you know, back in the day, they might. I'm going to catch the, the A train to the 6 and blah, blah, blah. It definitely made things more genuine, more, genuine, more real. real. You can't. Man, you finna have to meet me on the block with the rest of the hustlers. You can't waste Straight time. <laughs> you can't waste time. Like, you know how sometimes you might slide knowing that the sex ain't going to be good? I'm not getting on no train. <laughs> Listen. If we slide in New York, the sex got to be bomb. And I mean, every time, it got to hit. Every time. That two-hand got got, got to be 1,000. And if it ain't, we going to get it till it's right. God damn it. (laughs) Because I'm staying over. I'm staying over. I paid $1.50 to get here. I got on six trains and two buses. Oh, it's a a spend-the-night situation. I'm spending the night. Bags packed. See, that's why I'm never moving to New York, because you're not staying the night. I had a nice. I had a nice. Uh, <laughs> you kicking people out? You kicking people out? What? Oh. <laughs> I got. Some, never mind. Yeah, we kicking people out. Oh my god! I didn't god. Get, get kicked out when I slid in New York. I did not get kicked out when I slid in New York. So shout out who didn't kick me out. Well, it must have been good because if it's bad, I didn't even I'm, have sex. I had like a three-part date with no sex. Spent the night and got sent. Mm. Okay. But you know, like if it's cool, it's cool. If it's real, it's real. Okay. Well, there it is. <laughs> so we gonna we gonna go ahead and get into the jester. We're gonna get into the jester of the week. <laughs> so this jester is kinda not even kinda, it's very serious. Um and it comes right on the heels of another sim- of a similar situation. So the jester of the week is Aaron Dean. He He's now no longer a cop because of what happened, but he murdered a Tatiana Jefferson in her home in Fort Worth, Texas. So pretty much is another situation where an off-duty cop or on-duty cop just walks onto somebody, a black person's property, and kills them just for the hell of it. Just because they have a gun and I guess they see suspicious activity, but this wasn't even suspicious activity. This black woman was in the privacy of her own home and, had no and was clue killed. He was even outside. Had right. no clue whatsoever. And then not only that, he walked to the front door, walked around the house, he walked around for a, for a, you know for a minute, and then he pointed a gun at the window, you know. And you know if you're sitting inside your house and if it's light inside and dark outside, you can't even see outside, you know. And so like he walked to the window. And pointed a gun at the window, and I'm get. I, I hear he yelled that, like you know, uh, put your hands up. But you shot. Why did you shoot at somebody in their house? You know what I'm saying. He took one shot and killed the girl. Mm-hmm. So this guy, he has been well. He resigned, um, but he's been booked um, in jail and charged with murder. So hopefully, you know. This case will end up with him getting life. Get, hopefully, this one ends up with him getting more than ten years. More than ten years, mm-hmm. because look, and the um parents, you know, like the news, they spoke to the parents and all of that, mm-hmm. and they said, oh, he won't be getting no hug. So meaning the shit that them other people had did, like all Thank the you. love, Thank you. you know, all this one, all pieces within. He the parent, the dad was like, nah, that that's nah. not what's going on over here. You done killed my daughter. That's it's that over man's with. Daughter. Yeah. You know I mean, could saying? you imagine the type of fire that would be in your heart and your soul knowing this cop just, it don't matter what color the cop is. Imagine you just getting a call saying, hey, this this cop, this off-duty cop walked up to our daughter's house and, and 
shot through a window and he killed her. That's mm. it. Like, it's no coming mm. back. There's no I'm sorry. There's no anything. Like, and that's thing, heartbreaking. And the thing about it is that your home, when you're in your home, it's a, you're supposed to be safe. Safe. <laughs> but we're not safe on the street. We're not safe. In our homes now, like apparently, because they walking in, our, they walking into our houses now and letting off. Yeah. It's tiring. Like I get so it's tired. Exhausting. It's of, traumatizing. It's tiring. Like of hearing the same story. It's like the same, like the same scenario over and over again. Like it's always a white cop and a black person. It's either black woman or black man getting assaulted or killed by a white cop. And no punishment, cause even ten years is not punishment. That's like you done sat there and went to school and uh, swung on every teacher. Then you get home and your mama say, "Well, just you know, go sit in the corner." You know that ain't no punishment to you. You like, all right, well, I ain't playing the game for a couple minutes. I'm just gonna sit in the corner, but I'm cool. Like the uh, the lady officer who killed the uh, guy, mm-hmm. she going, she got ten years, bro. Like to me, ten, you'll do them ten years. If she do ten, she you might do, do like seven, eight. A quarter. And especially yep. with her having to, you know, being a part of the law enforcement gang, they, she, I highly doubt she'll do those 10 years. And so, like, that's a slap on the wrist when somebody just lost their entire life. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I feel like, you know, how when we first came in, we were talking about, like, not the solution, but, like, how things are going to have to start going. Like, these peaceful protests are not working. So, I mean... Honestly, if you ask me, my answer probably would be a little bit different because I'm a little bit more Malcolm X mindset than a lot of people. Yeah. But, you know, like, it is what it is. Because at the end of the day, if and I'm just being completely honest and transparent, if the shoe, if the roles were reversed and there were black officers going into white neighborhoods, killing little black kids, walking into their homes, killing, do you, killing, killing them, do you think white men or white people, period, in general, would just uh, say, hey, we're just going to do a peaceful protest. Now they grabbing their guns, and they coming for war. They coming for blood, and rightfully. So I, it, I, all I'm saying is it couldn't be me, because if it was mine, I, I'm, I'm fighting fire with fire, and we up in the score. You take one of mine, I'm, I'm taking two of yours. It, it have to, like, to me, it has to be that way, because as long as you be submissive, and you say, well, we're just going to pray about it, they're going to keep killing. They laughing every time black people step in the streets and want to protest. I get it. I, I understand the notion. I understand the gesture behind it. And I understand what you're trying to do. But at the end of the day, if you sit here and you look your killers in the eyes and they saying we don't care about none of that and they continue to do so, why would you continue to protest? Why would you continue being peaceful? We've been peaceful for 400 plus years now. Mm-hmm. At what point in time do you say, okay, we have to get aggressive because now – Bro, they're going, they're killing our women. Mm-hmm. At what point in time do black men say, okay, yeah, they was killing us, that's one thing, but now they're touching our women. Now they're killing our women, they're killing our kids. When do black men say, okay, it's time to fight? Whether, whether we face prison or whether we face death, nothing is worse than being in hell on earth because that's exactly what's going on. So for me, I just look at it as like we have to start and when I say fighting, I mean like really fighting. No shoot back. Yeah. Don't watch that <laughs> stuff just happen. No, I really feel like the thing that separates the men from this generation to like I guess you like two, Martin, two, Martin Luther yeah, King. Two or three generations. Yeah, before. Malcolm X generation is that these men didn't fear jail. They didn't give a fuck. 
they were ready for war. They were like, by Malcolm X's, you know, following was like, by any means necessary. If we go to jail, so then be it. Go. If we die, so be it. But I just think we, like men in our day and age, is a little bit more, I want to say reserved, but not a really. A little hesitant to, to be stand up because yeah. we know now that it's like, Back in the slavery days, the biggest buck gonna get the biggest rod. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now it's like you could the tough the tough guys are the ones they try to make an example out of. I'm I'm one of the ones they were making an example out of because it's like okay, we can't have such a, a strong minded, a strong physically strong or mentally strong man who's gonna stand up for the black community. We have to take him out of there. And it's just like I mean, you gotta look at it as a body. So when the head is chopped off, the rest of the body will fall. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's like at the end of the day, men, we we face a lot more punishment and cruelty now. Like you do, you touch a cop now, or even a, a cop dog, you're mm. going to jail for life. And there's true. no way around it. We the lady got ten years for killing this guy. I just I seen multiple cases where a cop dog got killed, and you getting life for killing an animal? Really? It's scary that an animal's life is worth more than a black man's in America. But that's what we come to, so. So, yeah. Um, but we are going to go ahead and get into the main topic of the week. It's very light. Did we talk about our queens? No, that's at the end. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, I know you're still learning the flow. I'm still learning the flow, y'all, because I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, the king and it queen come at the end. <laughs> yeah, so we're going so to lighten it up and get into the main topic of the week. Um, so Kayla actually was the one who brought up this topic. She felt as though that since, you know, it's Usher, Usher's birthday was yesterday. So mm-hmm. Monday, happy so happy birthday to Usher. Happy so, birthday, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. But no, so we're going to do a music episode. Um, just pretty much talk about. You know, Usher's discography, talk about which one is our favorite album of Usher's, which song or album made us, like, recognize him or make us become a fan. And then there's other music-related topics that we're going to tie into and segue into this. So, Kayla, I'll let you go first since you brought up the topic. Which it? When did you get introduced to Usher? When did you, and when did you become a fan? Okay, so if we talk about the Usher introduction, it was definitely seven o'clock on the dot when he was in his drop top, oh, cruising, cruising the streets. The streets. Okay. Hey, okay, <laughs> that, that was the introduction. Hey, nah, that so was this. Bro, I was too young to be worried about somebody in the motherfucking drop top <laughs> cruising the streets. Well, that's that's I pull <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it was so real. No, I went. I'm, a, I'm a, okay. I'm gonna let you get into it, no, Kayla. No. But but I'm going to tell you guys <laughs> something. I was really young when that song. We all were young when that song came out. Listen. But Bro, I was like it, six. It made me feel exactly. like I was in first grade. Like, it made me feel hella uncomfortable listening to that song because I knew he was talking about stuff that I didn't shouldn't have known about. Know I felt right at home. I was because wow. wow. <laughs> but no, but like even to this day, it depends on the mood. Like if it comes on randomly, I still feel a little uncomfortable now, but if I got my drink in me I'm I'm vibing but that damn what's it called nice and slow it's called nice and slow what I like that was his, I think it's called my way that was on my way yeah okay but go ahead finish Kayla uh, but that's that was the Usher introduction for me however mm. calm 
started really like, mm, Usher. Like, I, you know how you have like, well, y'all don't because y'all are men, but whatever. I had like my little Trey songs moment in college, but like in high school, it was Usher Confessions. Like when Confessions dropped, I was like, <gasps> Confessions was something different. Listen, mm-hmm. I truly stand by Confessions being the best. And the greatest R&B album no. of all time. We're not going to do I, this. I don't care. We're not going to do that. Confessions is the greatest R&B album of it's, all time. There's no skips on it. And if you got a skip on Confessions album, please hit us up on all social media outlets and let us know because I ain't skipping no song on Confessions. So you going to tell me that Confessions is better than Trey Song's Ready? Absolutely. You a lie. Absolutely. You a lie. Ain't no ain't no Absolutely. way. And I love that album. <laughs> no. Absolutely. I no. love that album. Are you serious? I'm dead I the love fuck serious. Ready, but we're gonna do a poll. We're gonna do a poll. We're gonna do ready versus confessions. I'm telling you, that ready album is something different. It hit different because you was having sex then. I was having sex. Well, no, I wasn't because was confession came out when I was confession came out. In 2004, I was moving I was from eighth, eighth grade, grade to ninth grade. I was not kissing or hunching or Ooh, dry. You weren't I was kissing? Not. No. <clears throat> I don't kiss now. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a selective kisser. Mm. Anyway. But wait, Malcolm, wait, you was hunching in eighth grade? You was hunching in eighth grade, Malcolm? Man, look. <laughs> they do it different in Florida. <laughs> Them niggas be. That's very true. They be. Making it happen in Florida. I don't know what be in that water, but they be having sex in sixth grade. I was in sex, but yeah, middle school was definitely like. You was having sex in middle school? Eighth grade considered like junior high, right? Yeah. Mm. All right then. Oh, wow. <laughs> Boys don't even know how to wipe their booty. Girls ain't know right. how to wipe their. So <laughs> <we even. laughs> Yo! <laughs> Oh For real, cause yeah, so it's like that. So you said, so you were I introduced to nice confession. and no, no. You saying oh. nice and slow was when you were introduced to Usher. Yes. You became a fan on Confessions. Like a full blown fan, Confessions. Uh, okay, so like you, I was introduced to Usher with like nice and slow. You make me wanna. I didn't become a fan of his until eighty seven oh one album. Is that you remind? That's me? what you remind me. Mm-hmm. You don't have to call. You got it bad. Okay. Like Usher was like, I held him up so high, like I wanted to emulate him, I wanted to dress like him. But then, like it was eighty seven oh one, and then Confessions like solidified it, like solidified me being like, yo, this nigga is dope. Like eighty seven oh one era, that's when he was digging Chili from TLC, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I just was like, wow, this man is the man. Like yeah. he can dance, he can dress, he got one of the hottest chicks in the game he at that sing, time. Like. Yeah, he had. Yeah. yeah, he was like at that time. Usher definitely was like the complete package. Absolutely, like, he was definitely a complete, uh, complete package. But I know for me, like I was a fan off bat with Nice and Slow, because <laughs> boy, I was in the living room trying to hit the moves, and I was trying to learn the words so I could sing it word for word. What moves were you trying to learn the Nice and Slow? Were you well, hunching on the couch? Hell yeah. What? Oh my God! Well, I was. <laughs> look, I was on everything then. I had so. to sneak down to the basement to listen to that shit. <laughs> my mom and stepdad was not having that <laughs> okay so malcolm is there a greater r&b album like of this generation like the current generation like you know the trey songs the ushers the all that is there an album better than 
uh, confessions. Take, right. take into account Chris Brown, Trey Songz. Um, see, that's a, wait a minute. God, because they all in that same era time. They are, however, comma. Chris Brown is really cross genre for me. I would never consider consider him an R and B artist. Sorry, babe. I would never. So His first album was straight R and B. Yeah, that's what we knew him for. Nobody he was even straight R and B. Nobody even knew he could rap for real. But when you talk about every other album after that, and he's had a lot, it's cross genre. It's pop on it. It's hip hop. Yeah. He don't that have no R and B singles for me to be like, okay, that you know what songs by Chris Brown that I'm I'm definitely hunching to popping. Hunching to popping? No, it's Y two K. I've is. never heard that song. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. oh my God! Ooh. <laughs> yo, yo. Listen, y'all got to see these two right now. Yo, yo. the whole vibe has <laughs> changed. Listen. listen. What if what if it was turning red? God yo, you yo. know you be safe. Mm. Listen, <laughs> girl, I like the way you slow it down. Like that's the only R and B song by Chris Brown I could be like. Mm. Not even take you down. I'm not hunting to take you down. Nobody said take me down. You don't hunch with to no. You don't hunt. That song that came on. You don't hunch to music. She don't hunch to no music at all. Talking about she ain't hunting to that. Man, please. What? Come on, Malcolm. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm hunching the ready. So, and then confessions. So you're going to say you hunching the ready, but ready's not better than confessions? It's not. Confessions, okay, confessions, I want to make love. Because I'm not playing superstar for a nigga that I'm about to send back to his house. <laughs> no, I don't need to hit the note. Relax. <laughs> I'm going to hit oh that bitch. <laughs> I hit all them notes. Don't play with me. I sing this whole song right now. Acapella. So... You're saying that Confessions is his best album. Confessions is Usher's best album because after that it was Basuda. Uh uh, it wasn't. Not after. What? Malcolm, go ahead and tell us your favorite album because yeah, go ahead. What's your favorite Usher album? Man, I really like. I really like My Way. So you like the first one? Yeah, like I. But but Confessions was everything like. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't see. Not saying that there aren't. It ain't no disrespect to any quote-unquote R&B artists out now. Mm-hmm. But you cannot take away from Usher's legacy, regardless of what the stuff that has happened in the past few years with, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Usher probably going to go down as, a, if not the greatest, one of the greatest. You got to say one of the greatest because you cannot. Yeah, I don't give facts, a day. facts, facts. You can't you, discount. I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack for it, but in this situation, you have to separate the art from the person. You cannot say, mention R&B without saying R. Kelly's name. Facts. I Listen, I'm with you on that. You can. I, I, don't, give, I don't give a damn and I, what and, anybody and I, else says. And I told y'all from the jump, I operate off of facts. So if R. Kelly come on the radio or y'all at the club or y'all somewhere and R. Kelly come on, y'all dancing? I'm going to be real with you. I'm not turning the station. Like, Let me tell you something. If... It seems like you ready. Bump and grind, come on. A lot of us is R. Kelly club. babies. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of people are R. Kelly babies. Listen. A lot of babies were made His of music is very like, like I can speak for myself. When I listen to his music, it puts me like in a trance. 
of like how good it is, like the beat of the music. Like I told y'all before, I'm a like a beat person. Mm-hmm. His lyrics is very, his lyrics and the music is very captivating as disgusting. And once you learn the backstory of some of those songs, who they were and related see, that's to. That's what makes a lot of things look different because once they brought what happened behind closed doors yeah. into the light, you awkward. have a different made perception it very awkward. Of it. But what I, but see, I, I can, a lot of people say, well, no, you, you don't separate the two, but you separate a person's talent from how they truly are behind closed doors all the time. A lot of, a lot of us have trash parents, but it was like, oh, I love my, my mom, I love my dad. And this thing, you know, or, or, or my grandma and granddad, your grandma and granddaddy was touching you, but you still told the world you loved them. Oh my God. So like, <laughs> wait, like, <laughs> nah, but I don't just, you know, like for real, cause I with mean, R. Kelly, true. with yeah. R. Kelly, if we take away, like, and, and we can't take away because what happened has happened. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, there everyone has a double life, regardless of how. Because a lot of us, we work professional jobs, and then they'll see us standing on top of somebody's couch later. We two different people. But with R. Kelly, he just had a different, you know, what he did behind closed doors. So what I'm saying is, he's a phenomenal artist. I think he's one of the greatest. One of the greatest musicians of all times. One of the greatest musicians. Absolutely. Because I mean, when you when you think about Trapped in the Closet, like before, you know, before it got to in like the beginning of Trapped in the Closet, the first it was few so chapters were amazing. that was yeah. something that was never done. Yeah. At that point in time, he was so far ahead of, ahead of the game. They're like nobody had ever did that. R. Kelly is is a trash man, a great artist. He's a, like you said, a trash, trash man, man music great genius. artist. Musically, he's was a genius. Bobby Womack or Sam Cooke? Which one of them stole somebody's wife, then slept with the daughter? Was it Bobby Womack? It was one of them old ass niggas. They they stole somebody's wife, then slept with the stepdaughter, and did all that shit. I'm going to come back. I mean, uh, that's a lot of people. Yeah, I have it's no idea. Lot, <laughs> that happened just, all day long. It's just a trash artist genre if you talk yeah. about trash artists. Yeah. I'm not finna advocate for R. Kelly, but I still have Chocolate Factory in my car. Yeah. And like, another thing that I, you know, was saying when that whole surviving R. Kelly was out and people were like, oh, we got to cancel R. Kelly. What I, you know, the masses... Cause I didn't have the podcast at the time. What I said is, if you're going to cancel R. Kelly, you're going to have to cancel a lot of people in the music industry that, that are prevalent and big now because there were many big-name artists who worked with R. Kelly after the fact that he, after the video came out, after the video was found out that he was pissing on little girls. Everybody worked with him. Ludacris worked with him. Jay-Z worked with him. A whole bunch of A slew of artists worked with him. So you would have literally have to cancel the oh, whole no, no, no. music so, industry. So y'all going to cancel Ron, Ronald Isley and the Isley Brothers too? Because I'm sure, you can. I'm I'm sure I just need he's touching underage women right now. Absolutely. Not even underage, but like he old as fuck. And if he's fucking with somebody in their 20s and 30s, that's a 50-year age gap. Literally, like one of, he was fucking with one of the, um, the girls from, you remember that? J-S? Group JS Ice Cream. Come and get a scoop of my ice cream. Listen, that's a fucking That's, that's a, a song. That's Yo, a song. But Love Angel. Do you remember that? That was their second single. Uh, I don't remember that. Okay, cool. But they had one. Okay. They were like half one hit wonders because Ice Cream wasn't a hit hit. He was fucking with one of them? Yes. Stop it. Promise you. Man. I'm not talking around the Ice Cream. But uh, you're not doing what? <laughs> Say Robert, uh-uh, what you said? Robert Kelly. Uh, Ronald Isley. I'm, oh. I'm not. Mm-mm. Ain't no way. Not I even for a little bit of cash? Mm, how much cash we talk? Enough, do, do I get a Grammy nomination? No, enough cash to where you living comfortably. You gonna put your mouth what on it? What the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, hey man, look, the, uh, the Isley Brothers was definitely 
was I know Contagious Word for Word acapella. Oh, yeah, Remember definitely. we were talking about that Yeah, I could definitely sing Contagious Word for Word. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know who can't. Okay, so I'm still bottom of the li- bottom of the line is I'm not if R. Kelly music comes on, I'm sorry. Like I'm not turning. <laughs> I'm not turning it. I like his music. I don't like him as a person, but I like his music. What's so. his best album mm. for y'all? Mine is Chocolate Factory, hands down. I would have to say probably Chocolate Factory Chocolate because Factory like, definitely the only because I haven't. Oh, it's a tie because I've actually listened to Twelve Play. Ooh. Too young. I'm always gonna be too young. It's kind of like Sade for me. Like I'm always gonna be too young for Twelve Play and Sade. I'm not listening. To that. Mm. Nope. You gotta listen to Twelve Play. It's magical. Is it though? Yeah. Factory. Yeah. But yeah, I do like Chocolate Factory too. Okay, but aside from that, so you're 8701. For Usher, because we, we we ain't gonna focus on R. Kelly. Okay, artists. okay, so we, we can gonna pick Usher. Going. Okay, so eighty-seven. My, no, my favorite album of Usher's is Confessions. Like everybody, not everybody, but the majority is Confessions. I but I was introduced. I became a fan in eighty-seven oh one. Okay, okay, that's how I feel. Confessions probably is gonna be my favorite when I when I look back at it, because that's what really. I knew every song off. Of, I knew them to every song on the album word for word, and that's the one I would like. Literally. Can you handle it? That's a monster track. <laughs> Superstar, superstar intro. Yeah. Superstar intro. Yeah. I like throwback too. Listen. Usher, Usher did the damn thing on that confession yeah. album. He really did. Shout out to the writers though. I'm not even going front on the kid. Like I said, it, it was, was it's a phenomenal there. album, but I do Brian not feel like that is the best R&B album of the decade or during that time. Especially now that we're older now and we ha- we can uh we can relate to a lot of more yeah. of those songs. It hit it definitely hit differently now. Yeah. Cause before you were just singing like we didn't I really go through no shit. It was like it. some puppy love shit. Listen. But after you done going through stuff as an adult, and you go back and listen to like throwback, can you superstar, it hit different after twenty five. Can you handle it? Hit different oh, after yeah, you having thanks. some real sex. <laughs> after then, you some smashing some things, not that play even, play even shit. Even the outside, the outside limbs that that was after that when when he say uh. That convention, sitting here stuck on stupid, trying to figure it out. Right, man. Right, right, right. How am I going to let this come? Hey, man, look, if you don't feel this stuff. Because it ain't going to so, be easy. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm telling you, oh, bro. Yeah was on there. Yeah. 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 With Lil John. Yeah, and okay, okay, yeah, that was. Oh, and Burn. Yeah. That was a Burn hell of was album. my shit. Burn was my shit, for real. I, I like that. What? <laughs> it ain't had nothing to do with me. I can't. <laughs> no, no. Truth I, hurts. It, that's a skip for me. What? Get out of here. That, that's a skip. What you been doing and who you been doing it with? Truth I don't give a damn about none of that okay, shit. Well, I'm nosy. I want to know. Bad Girl was on there. Bad, bad Girl. Yo. Yo. Yeah, Bad Girl is a vibe. Um, it's a vibe. So we already talked about can you handle it? Do it to me. Ooh, mm. You feel me? You feel me? Let me go download this album. Listen, right listen. But you said that I got listen, warm. Let me tell you, if I go to a nigga house and I I know it's about to go down, and he play confessions, niggas don't play music no more. That's the thing. That's a problem. I got a it's whole a sound bar. Stop you be playing, playing music? What? Tell him about. I got a fucking Bluetooth sound bar. It's already on there. That's that's it. It. Well, the one thing the I do I say, be with don't be playing music. No niggas, more. niggas is scared to romance and get their feelings because they, they feel like if you play music. 
it be too romantic. If let me tell you something, Man, if I'm look, laying down with you, I got the. It's already you bottles of wine. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm. You said what? You can be a, It don't matter if it's a slider. If I, you know, it don't matter. I don't. But candles so, lit. So everybody get the same treatment. Nah, it ain't that. It's going It's the way you work the ride that's different. Yeah, the the music adds a different element to the sex. I'm I can't telling tell you, you the last time I had sex with some music. You what? said you can't. No, I cannot remember the last time. If any of my sliders are listening, I oh, know y'all trash. niggas don't play no music. Trash. Why they ain't playing music? I don't know. It's not well, romantic. Tony, Maybe it's the boys in the mute. You. Ain't nobody <laughs> been saying nothing. The they Capricorn. going through the motions. <laughs> what the fuck is it's, going on? I don't be romantic, Man, you can't say you can't say, bro. Can you turn on some music? I don't want to hear you. Breathe. Like nigga, set the vibe. Ain't no vibe. Man, oh, no. shit. You need to reevaluate the roster, hey, shorty. Big Mount be a I whole vibe. Big Mount, Big Mount be a Ooh, whole vibe. Not Big Mount. He yes, big. sir. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. <laughs> big Mount a whole vibe. Wait, look. I don't even play like that. Cause one thing I ain't gonna do. It's give you an experience, Listen. so later on you can when you, if you start your podcast you can say oh that boy like trash, me. <laughs> trash I, with your non music playing that. That's me no, right now. No, I really <laughs> like I don't even want to get into like detail detail, but music just like I ain't tried to get lost in it. I and think it also, the last time I it had can give you the music was um, it give niggas who ain't got no tempo can give you a tempo. But Lord have mercy, but Kayla, you got even the, even listen, women I, I deal with. If, if when they come on, it girls be like, I got a playlist. All right, put that thing on. Put it, put it on. Put your playlist mm, on. Then. I ain't mad. Mm, I ain't it's a Capricorn in me. I'm real logic, no emotion. Wham bam, thank you, sir. Oh, you different, no. Kayla. You are a little I'm different. I'm a little different. I'm the nigga. Kayla Maybe. is really like a nigga. I'm a nigga. At the end of the day, like I really don't be thinking about stuff like that. Like if I'm just here and we we cutting, we kicking it. I'm I don't want a playlist. I mean I don't I don't have a preference for a playlist. So like, you know, I just had to snap See, in my nah, baby. What you gotta do is you gotta put you before they even come over before the weekend. Even no one comes here. to my house. Well, before you slide. I'm gonna slide with what a Bluetooth speaker. Hell yeah! Think I ain't. You know, they got them little ones at Walmart for like $12. Look, you can put it in your purse. They have them at five below for $5, actually. But I'm See, still not go, playing them while I'm get sliding. Your, you need to go get all your sliders on for their birthday. I don't have no sliders. You didn't see my tweet? I'm done. So, me too. I'm going I'm, celibate, y'all. Okay. Well. <laughs> I, I knew Malcolm was getting some ass the other day when he stopped texting me. It was early. <laughs> I, I was like, damn, this nigga ain't, he got his read receipts. So he ain't reading Dog, text. facts. And you know what's crazy? I'm Never just start mind. sending you voice notes. Like, <laughs> yikes. I'm gonna just start sending Malcolm voice notes. Like, I know you're getting some butt right now, but tell me what you think about this idea. You should have just FaceTime because I, I will answer in the middle. I'm like, what's up? Man, look, I'm busy I'm right now. Friend, I'd rather not. So back to the music. Back, yo, okay, wait, I have a funny question. Okay. So, if MySpace was, like, around right now, because mm-hmm. I was thinking about this at work. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, hi. If MySpace was around right now, like, today, what mm-hmm. song is on your MySpace page? What's on your profile? I don't know. I probably still got plies on mine. For real. But if you could pick a song right now. In right this era, now? That's current? Yeah. Like, if you had your page right now, we still popping on MySpace. We just still doing headlines, bulletins, and songs on the page. Little Throwing a little shade. What's on yours? Red? Nah. Um, 
Give me a Where, second. Come on. Let me see up. what was on mine. What what'll be on mine right now? Oh, no guidance. Oh, I feel you. Yeah. I definitely feel you. No on guidance. That. Okay. That no guidance is a vibe. Yeah, it is. That no guidance is a vibe. It is. And I really got, it's funny because, like, you know, I have been hearing the song and stuff like that, and I liked it. But certain songs, it takes, like, a certain setting for mm-hmm. me to, like, really get the mm-hmm. full scope of it. I started fucking with no guidance the weekend I went to Chicago for Raven and Daniel's wedding. Really? Yes. And they played it in Timmy's backyard because we had, like, a little get-together the yeah, day before yeah. the wedding. And they just, like, really just, like, set the tone. I was like, yo, this is the song. So I, you know, so no guidance would be my MySpace song right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel that. Mm, I'm trying to think. How you think of a question and don't have an answer off rip? Because <laughs> it was just like one of the things, like what song would I have on my MySpace? Some by Summer Walker. It, it would be that, okay, probably it would be Come Through by Usher, well, by Summer Walker and Usher. Okay. That song together, that samples, You Make Me Wanna, mm-hmm. which is really dope. Or it would be, um... Snow Allegra, I want you around. Okay. You got to get on her. She she R and B wave too. Malcolm, what's yours? I haven't I haven't gotten to her. Like. She got some good shit for real. What's what's your MySpace song? Yo, what's your 2019 MySpace song right now? Uh, it mine would probably either come from the baby or Kevin Gates. So uh, okay. The baby do be having some hits. Yeah, the baby like, do got yeah. And then a lot of times, if I be done pull something, it's probably me. Not throwing a shot, but it's how I feel at that moment. So mm-hmm. if I say something about knocking a nigga out in the song, like it's like, bro, I'm really ready to do that. Do y'all remember y'all last MySpace page before you stopped fucking with MySpace? Your, your last MySpace song before you stopped fucking I with don't. it? I don't. I don't. I don't. I actually, do you? Yeah. What? How? It's complicated by Nivea. Wow. You've always been that. emotional. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember, because... MySpace taught us coding, and I should actually be encoding right now. I was, and I made my page. What? My page had little rain Mm -hmm. things coming down, and that was my fucking song, "Complicated" by Nivea. And I would switch it between that song by Nivea and "Parking Lot" by Nivea. Y'all know the song? No. Yeah, the McDonald's parking lot. Uh Uh-uh. Oh man. Oh, she was on a different wave. Listen, yeah, she was definitely on a different wave. She was at the club. On Wednesday, when we went to R&B Wednesdays, we should all go. We R&B definitely Wednesday. should go as a group. When? We need to go. Yeah, R&B Wednesdays at Medusa. Oh, Brian real? Michael Cox. We're going to do it. It's so fun. That, yeah, we're going to do that. She was definitely in a club, and they was playing all her hits. So, since we're talking about, like, you know, current music, because we had this conversation off air, y'all, as far as, like, the genre of R&B now, since we're talking about R&B music. I and we pretty much feel like the genre of R&B, I don't want to say has phased out, but it's not as distinct as it was like in the early 2000s. Like Mm -hmm. in the early 2000s, the 90s and the 80s, it was like clear and distinct genres. Like we had our hip hop. We knew it was hip hop. We knew our rap. It was rap. Mm -hmm. We knew our R&B was R&B. But now it just feels like everything is sort of kind of like combined together like you have usher since we're speaking about usher doing trap mute trap r&b yeah. that, that's not his lane you know what i'm right, saying right, right. and then you have like um uh, chris brown his music is like chris brown's just gonna keep a check yeah it's he very like diverse <laughs> i really miss what about jacques man don't say fuck jacques because i finally listened to songs today 
I like that who song. I like some of Jacquees' music, but that when I say that, it be like the person. When I get to know of a person and how corny they are, I don't care how good your music <laughs> is. If I think you corny, you corny. Jacquees is like everybody's fave problematic local artist. He's kind of like our R and B ply. He's corny. And he's not, do not compare him putting him in the same boat as Ply. I mean, he's like the R&B Ply. He's like, not. Ply's not corny right now. Ply's funny, nah. though. Ply is funny as fuck. But hold on, but I'm going to be real with you. In Florida, man, look. Ply's, bro, Ply's going, yeah, he. He's a nurse. Ply's, he a what? A nurse. What's wrong with that? I, I know a lot of, I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with that. She's saying Ply's a nurse. I'm not understanding what she's getting at, y'all, but. You know, but we cannot compare Jacquees to Plies because because I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. Plies definitely he held he held music held the industry down for a minute single handedly because when Plies came out with that uh that takeoff and like that that whole bro that real the whole even quote thing real nigga quote mm-hmm. he popularized that now everybody want to be real y'all ain't even know what real was until Plies came out and. And get it. So like he just he he different. We can't do that. But as far as Jacquees, Jacquees may be corny outside of music, but he can he can sing. He got some hits. Jacquees cannot sing. He got some hits. I ain't gonna lie. Hits. Now what? Oh, we can't say he can't sing because Ella May definitely ain't like how he did her. But he he remixed such it, and, and I ain't gonna lie to you. It took me about two or three months to even hear her her original. I liked his version. I liked his version better too. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, Antonio is rolling the fuck out of his eyes, but I'm rolling my eyes back because I like, I, I like Jacquees. Uh, I, I like didn't Jacquees. say that. He's corny. <laughs> okay, so who do you guys think, as far as like R&B is concerned, right now, is holding it down right now? Man or woman? We'll do a man, and then we'll do a woman. For um, male R&B, definitely, sir. For women, Ari Lennox and Summer Walker. No. Okay. I, I, don't, don't know who none of these I don't know who wow. none of these people oh are. Now, I've heard of them, but I don't know any of their music. Ari Lennox is with Dreamville, so she's with J. Cole. Okay. Right she, she stay here. Like... She Ari Lennox. Oh yeah. Brookhaven. Straight up. Like What's she, up, boo? she from Okay. She cute. She a real cute girl, but she got hella hits. Like her album right now, I would compare it to like an Erica Badu album. Okay. Whoa. Like full of sex and like some woke shit. She talked about fucking and playing video games. FaceTiming a nigga. Okay. If I pop this pussy, you finna stay? Like she got songs like that. Like just shit that we talk about and but this we is ain't Ari? finna think about. Ari Lennox, yeah. Okay, I'm about to download her music download right her now. Okay. Album. Her whole album is she got a song I'll called I've been seeing her on, on live, but I never really tuned into her okay. music. So her live and her Instagram will turn you off from her a little bit, but her music is definitely a motherfucking vibe. Okay. Sure. I saw her perform live at one music fest, and I was like, "Yo, I'm a I'm, since you so since you're advocating for her, I'm gonna give it a try. I have a problem with like, not a problem, but with me when it comes to music, mm-hmm. if it's not like I don't even want to say like mainstream, if it's not like right in my face, yeah. I'm not gonna be inclined to listen to it. Like I've heard of Ari Lennox, I've heard of her name, yeah. I've heard of Summer Walker, but they they haven't done anything in my Summer opinion. From here until she used to work at Folly. 
they haven't done anything, okay. in my opinion, to make me want to be like, oh, yeah. I want to go check their music. Would, out. You know what I'm saying? You definitely check them out because they have like they have bops and they've been around for like a little minute. But like they, Ari Lennox's album is definitely a smoking fuck album. Okay. Straight up. Oh yeah, I'm about to download that it right is. now. So how about you, Malcolm? Who who you think is like, as far as R&B is concerned, male? Oh, excuse me, man, man and I woman. Really, honestly, like, I really can't even give it to a male, but like. Just mm-hmm. off of, you know, and because I really don't listen to, you know, those two artists, but I do see, I, I do see their mark in the, uh, in the entertainment business right now. So like, like she was saying, Ari Lennox, that's the only name I hear. Mm-hmm. And Summer Walker, those are the only two names I hear. So be, like, and I just have to be honest that I don't listen to them. And mm-hmm. not saying that I, I, I won't listen to them, but that's just not, that's not what I'm on right now. Yeah. So uh, that's my phone, y'all. But uh, mm-hmm. a little business call. And so for me, I I don't, but I will say like uh, I I so I, I really can't even give you an answer on that. But if we were to ask, you know, me personally, I think like right now, as far as R and B artists, Trey Songz is definitely he, right now. He's in the top. He's definitely in the top three. Still, he's still relevant well, right now. Well, no, yeah, Trey Songz is relevant because just because you're making music and somebody else not making music, don't mean that your music is better. It just means they're taking a break from. From from stepping on you. That's a very good point. So like yeah, cause like I can, I don't I don't I don't take nothing from it, cause I and I, and I hate to give it to Trey Song. I don't hate to give it to what I hate it, but it is what it is. His music is great, and for a long time he was for a minute he was the only name that everybody was talking the about. The song he got right now that I could only like reference that's like right now right now is the song he got with YFN Lucci. I don't really know, and I'm a big, and I'm a big, and I'm a big Trey Songz fan. The thing about it is that I know that Chris Brown is still very prevalent and still putting out music. But the thing that has turned me off from Chris Brown is that he keeps putting out these long ass albums, and I'm not gonna sit up here. I feel like he low key trying to get off his label. I'm not put. I'm not gonna sit and listen to no 45 song album. I'm not doing that. The last two albums they just put out, I haven't listened to any of them. The only songs that I've heard are. Hold on, right now. Heard are the um singles. Indigo is good. I heard that, he but has I mean, a song called. Indigo. I heard I heard that Indigo is very very it's good, really but good. I'm not gonna take my time to listen to 45 songs. I'm okay. just not. So now, with that being said, because you feel like the album is too long, does that make him less of of that guy? Yeah, I just I just wanted to see what this R. Lennox was about. So now we got this R. Lennox on Mount Phone. So she, she thick. Mm, I like him thick. So uh, <laughs> we gonna <laughs> Malcolm like I'm thick, y'all. What's up? Hit the DMs. But uh, no. Nah, so Trey Songz, I th- I honestly think uh, Chris Brown is Chris Brown gonna go down as as a goat, as the goat. Oh yeah. In my eyes, I don't give a damn what happened years ago. I ain't bringing that up. Oh, this was on Twitter. <laughs> Who's more talented? Who? Chris Brown or Usher? That was a debate. Uh. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. I'm more talented. Brown can draw. He can draw. He can paint. He can yeah. act. He can sing. He can rap. Usher, you sing and you dance. And he did a little acting. Chris, he you was sing in and you dance. He was in that one movie that I can't even think of. It was that one movie with See, Forrest Whitaker. See, you don't even remember the name. But Forrest Whitaker was in it. it was he was that, in a couple of movies. I only could remember like, one. In the early 90s, he was in a couple of movies. But no, I really do think that when we talk about talent, it, it goes into many different facets of things. Which like, which is why it's Chris Brown. I really do think it's Chris Brown too. Chris like Brown probably dance. one of the most talented people that walks this earth. Yeah, I'm just going. I'm putting it out there. I'm not doing no no D ride and no none of that. 
Chris Brown, hands down, and he, Chris Brown definitely hands down is one of the is one of the most talented people that walks this earth. Period. Yeah, like literally, like you said, he can draw, he can dance, he can act, he can he, sing, he can rap, he can sing. Like, and he can rap his ass off. He could really. And rap he writes, rap. and he's like he's very, and he can produce. Like his talents go beyond just like what your normal basic, musical talent seriously. talent is. And he can play. And he's and he's athletic. He could play. He, he's very good at basketball. Yeah, like. Definitely. He's an all-around talented individual. I know for a fact that had that incident not happened, it would have it wouldn't even be an argument what? or a debate about uh, it, um Chris Brown being see, the now, goat. The thing about that that incident is like they question his legendary status. I'm yeah, like, yeah, bro. First off, I you would never say Michael Jackson isn't a legend because of what happened with his legal situations. You not you right. would be a damn fool to say, oh well, Michael Jackson isn't a legend because ABC. Mm-hmm. You crazy? You absolutely crazy. He definitely goes down as a uh, as one of the most talented musicians, artists, one of the most talented people. Period. Especially of our generation, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Chris Brown, shout out to you. Ooh, the other thing that we wanted to talk about, the final thing that we could talk about before we get into Kings and Queen of the Week. What was that? Biggie. The Hall of Fame. The Hall of nominees. Fame nominations. Okay. So as we so as you guys know, um, the nominations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame came out today. Among the list of nominees were, you know, Biggie, the rapper, Notorious B.I.G. Now, Kayla came to me and was like, Do you feel like he's worthy of the nomination or or should be inducted? I have, I don't want to say mixed opinions on it. I feel like when artists die or pass away, I feel like it makes people, it makes people more inclined to listen to their music. And I also feel like it makes people more, I guess, sympathetic toward them. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, you're dead now. Yeah. Oh fuck, they died. Yeah, I got this. Now, I'm not going to play Biggie and say that he's not a great rapper. He's definitely a phenomenal rapper, but I just don't think that he had like the accolades. Like, if you look at the list of nominees that were people who were nominated, like Whitney Houston was also nominated. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have the resume to be nominated, but you also can't say, but you also, it's like a, like a catch 22 thing. You, you're like, Oh, he doesn't have the resume, but it's also because he died. Like you don't know, like you just don't know what would have happened if he would have lived. We can only, we can only go off of what you've done while you were alive. Cause you ain't putting out music while you dead. But I just thought, I don't know. I just don't even see, I don't see why he would go in that genre, why he would be nominated for it. No, yeah, I really just think it's called, a, it's literally there. just called the Rock and Roll Hall yeah. of Fame. I think it's just a general music yeah. Yeah. Well, then, accolade. Okay, well then. Because right, well, Rufus cool. and Shaka Khan are on there. Yeah. And then oh, Whitney yeah. Houston is on there. Yeah, I just. I don't know none of the other artists. I know Judas Priest. She might know about that rock, but she might not know about that role. Dave Matthews Sorry. Band is on there. I'm out. Nine Inch Nails. Nine Nails. But other than that, so I'm what do you think, Kayla? Do you think Biggie should be on there? You think he should? I feel like got a nomination. Needed, they just needed a hip hop artist to put on there because you have Rufus and Shaka Khan, and then you have Whitney Houston. But then, other than that, you ain't got nobody that fits a genre for pop culture right now. So you don't have anybody on that list to vote for that fits our current state of what people are into, which is well, the criteria rap. for it is it has to, for this year they had to have released or started doing music before nineteen ninety four. 
Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so that makes a huge difference. What shit? What did Biggie drop before 1994? Because I was born in 91. I feel like his first album was during that time. Well, I'm going you know he released two albums. I'm going to just pick Whitney. Biggie, okay, Biggie is straight. Biggie is cool. But if I was to vote, because they do have a popular fan vote on their website, like where you could vote as mm-hmm. a fan, even though your vote probably won't count, just like regular elections. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I would pick I would pick Whitney. It would be between Whitney and Rufus and Shaka Khan for me. It would I like Biggie wouldn't be my vote. My question is, do you feel like off the top? My question is, do you feel like Biggie should have even been nominated? That's my question. Who else was? When did Tupac drop way after? So it would have to be Biggie, but like I would not place a vote for him in that ballot. Sorry. During that time frame, it was a lot of rappers during that time frame before nineteen. I mean, hell, could have been LL Cool J. Could have been. You're right, but can you think of hits off the top of your head? Because for who? Any any of the rappers you just named that had. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame status before 1994. That's true. I don't know any. Like, That's that true. That might just be me not knowing the That's culture. That's because you was a baby. I'm older than you. But I'm sure. But I'm sure. I'm sure there. So was I. Okay, and I'm older than you. I was born in January. Wow. I was born in June. Wow. By <laughs> five whole months. Oh, I mean, I got six months more of experience than he does in life. Bye. Wow. What? I, I hit, guarantee you I started walking before. I you. hit my milestones. So what you think, Malcolm? You think Biggie should have been nominated? Like, do you feel like Biggie is Hall of Fame worthy? That's the whole oh, point. He's definitely Hall of Fame worthy. Okay. Okay, I'm going to, I'll put that out there. Like, he's definitely Hall of Fame worthy. Because, honestly, even if you never listen to any of his music, you can go to damn near any country in this entire world and say Notorious B.I.G. Even if they never heard his music, they know who you are. You had to have made some type of impression, some type of stamp and mark in the music industry, period, for people to know you worldwide. And like, but what was his stamp or mark? Was his stamp and mark of him being killed? Like, what? Like I'm not even trying to be funny. Uh-huh. I know the man is was very, very talented, but I'm just trying to really pinpoint, like, what did he do that was so legendary? Like, Whitney Houston, legendary. Like, even though she died, I don't have to question her discography. Like, she literally... Has hit. She has Grammy. She has the resume to back that up. What did Biggie do? I feel you on that. And because oh, that goes back to what you were saying earlier. When it comes to Biggie, no, you you really can't even say because he was cut short. He hell died in his early twenties. So, yeah, yeah, I I feel what you're saying. I definitely get what you're saying there. So it's just kind of like his his legacy is here still because his legacy literally stopped when he was in his twenties. Yeah. Aren't we older than what Biggie? Oh, yeah. We yeah. Older now yeah. Like, he Biggie died. was killed when he was 20s. like 26. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm still going with Whitney, but I mean, he deserves his nominee, his nomination. Lord have mercy. Hey, you remember that episode of Making the Band when they asked all of them to rap the lyrics to Juicy? I'm you, Sarah Stokes. No, you know. Okay. <laughs> Yo, you know I'm that's my favorite reality TV show. I remember, like, literally, I back, like, I sit and watch that season. Mm-hmm. I sit and watch that season, but yeah, she really didn't know Juicy. I, I'm Sarah Stokes. Bab was like, how you, Bab was like, how you gonna be a bad boy artist that don't know Juicy? Me. <laughs> yeah. Hello. 
Yep. Yo. We can we can even get, yo we could really get into like reality TV like back in the day like Diddy was not playing you know, with them niggas. Not playing. Making the band was crazy. Period. Like making the band with O Town and then when Diddy I didn't watch that. I watched it. Give me Diddy the band. I got that. Album. He was so cutthroat. Diddy Diddy was a, <laughs> oh my god Diddy was an head. asshole yeah. but I loved it. Like are you what, walking for cheesecake? Let me tell you something. If some if it has to come up like my dream, and somebody was like, oh, I'm gonna put you on for this podcast, you're gonna walk for some cheesecake. I'm walking for some motherfucking cheesecake. I might walk for some cheesecake too. I absolutely walk in for some cold. cheesecake. You walking? Yo, I'm gonna walk, walk, but yo, I'm, I'm gonna walk, take we, a piece. We're gonna, like we gonna walk from here. Imagine they made us walk from here to Peachtree Dumwoody and back. I might catch an Uber. I might catch an Uber. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As far as like the music, and like we're gonna start, po- we're gonna be posing a lot of questions in regards to this episode. Like, do you feel like Biggie is, you know, hall rock and roll? Excuse me, rock and roll hall of fame worthy? Do you feel like Ready is better than Confessions? It's Confessions. Listen, let me tell you something. Stop it. So <laughs> we really hope that you guys definitely. Um, interact with us on you know with this episode i want to know everybody's 2019 myspace song or if they remember their old MySpace. yeah we got some polls for y'all definitely we have some polls for y'all so stay stay tuned so before we close we are going to get into the king and queen of the week well actually just the queens of the week because we really sat here for like 10 15 minutes and couldn't think of a king of the week um so the three queens that we have we have simone biles we have Simone Biles as one of the queens of the week because she officially became the most decorated gymnast, male or female, over the last weekend at this last event where she got a couple of gold medals. We have Coco Golf as one of the queens of the week because she won her first title on the WTA tour at a tournament yeah. in Austria. That's so dope. so dope. I love Coco. She's so, so dope. dope. And then the final queen of the week is Allison Felix. She holds the record for the most world titles, and she broke a record after giving birth um, 10 months ago. And the record that she broke was previously um, held by Usain Bolt. So Yeah, that's crazy. For the most, what is the most world champion titles? Yep. Uh, yep. So the women, the women hey, within this last week, they really showed out this week. So shout out to them um, for being the queens of the week. Shout Did you guys out, have any... Out closing remarks before I shut this episode off. Confessions is the greatest R&B album of all time. <laughs> I don't care. You're my really, generation. How would you know? Because your niggas don't even play Confessions for you while you I listen to it by myself and I actively masturbate to music. Oh, you know. Okay, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> we really hope y'all Good enjoyed night. this episode. Good night. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, y'all tried to play me. And we will see y'all on social media. Self-love. For sure. Y'all take it easy. Peace out. Bye.